Hey, Democrats, do you get it now? Have you been cooped up long enough? Have you had enough of takeout food to last forever? Have you learned to cook anything or is mastering how to make a sandwich all you can handle? Do you miss going out, eating at restaurants, going to movies, shopping? Are you sick to death of people telling you to wear your mask or saying that you can't go out and being told that if you do go out, you're being selfish because you could make someone sick? Do you believe people who say your life is going to be very different now and you better get used to having less freedom? I know you don't believe in all of those phony polls that say Americans are ready to stay home much longer if it keeps them safe. They'll stay home for years if necessary until a 100% foolproof vaccine is ready so we can all be protected from the coronavirus. Sure, we're good with staying home and having government officials scold us about our behavior. Well, they do whatever they please. You've noticed that, right? All of those privileged people who are not following the rules, rules they keep telling us we must follow or else. Don't want to wear a mask? We'll fine you. Want to open your small business because your kids are hungry? We'll throw you in jail. Want to protest all of the shutdowns and tell the government you want to go back to work? You're dumb idiots and probably voted for President Trump. Do as we tell you or there will be consequences. And remember, at all times, this is for your own good. So, Democrats, I have to ask you, I need to hear from you. What are you really thinking now that you've lived without it? Do you value your freedom even a little more than before this coronavirus pandemic? Do you understand why we talk about it so much? Do you understand now why we value our freedom so much? For years, you've tried to tell us that we could give up a little of our freedom so that we can all be safe. So you want us to trade our freedom to own guns because you say if no one has guns, we'll all be safe. Now we read that even you progressives are buying guns because you want to be able to protect yourselves in case all the police get sick with this virus. You're afraid that with no police around, because they're all sick, that bandits might break into your house or hold you up while you're out walking for the first time in years. Now you value the Second Amendment. That's good news. Just remember to keep your eyes open when you shoot so you don't miss what you're aiming at. How do you feel about the right to assemble? Do you like it when you're told you can't go to church or have meetings or simply have your friends over for a cookout? How about freedom of speech? Do you miss it now? Do you know that some government officials are actually passing laws telling us that we can't call the virus the Chinese virus or say that it even came from China? Do you understand now why we don't like it when you progressives try to tell us that we shouldn't get upset when you try to take away our freedoms? Will you vote Republican in November? How about it? Vote for the people who value freedom, because surely now even you must place more value on freedom than you did before the coronavirus, don't you? Or do you agree with some of the goofy people on MSNBC? That's right. I call them goofy. What word would you use to describe the average guest on MSNBC? 
lunatic, partisan, fact-challenged fool, average Trump-hating Democrat. Take your pick. Then there's this guy named Anand Giraharadis. Who is he? Well, first, he's a man with a very hard name to pronounce. He's also an MSNBC contributor and a former New York Times writer, a man who truly hates America. In short, the perfect guest for the Morning Joe show on that network. Have you noticed that it's very fashionable these days among the elites to hate America? You can't even get on CNN or MSNBC anymore if you don't hate America. Anyway, this guy with the hard-to-pronounce name, he says Americans are obsessed with freedom. Obsessed with freedom? Is that like being obsessed with cleanliness or always thinking you've left the door unlocked? Or a sports obsession for your favorite team? Or being obsessed with fast cars? Or binge-watching your favorite TV show? Is it like that? Obsessed with freedom. What a clown. This guy, I'm not going to try to pronounce his name this time, he says that there's a primordial American tradition going back to the founders of being freedom-obsessed, even though we're a country founded on slavery and genocide. That sentence all by itself should clearly show anyone that his opinions are, to put it mildly, nuts. Do we have to listen to people like him talk this craziness? No. We would expect any sensible host to interrupt him and ask him if he's off his meds. But this is MSNBC, so nothing happens. Every time one of these left-wing nuts open their mouths, they accuse anyone who disagrees with them of being racist or homophobic or xenophobic. And some people actually take them seriously mostly hosts on CNN and MSNBC. But even NBC and ABC and CBS are booking the American haters as guests now, too. And the New York Times and the Washington Post and the Boston Globe and L.A. Times, you can't even get a job there, it seems, if you don't hate America and hate most Americans, too. Mr. Girard Haridas believes in government. It's a little hard to figure out what he actually means, though, sometimes, because he isn't particularly coherent. But he doesn't have to be because he's a socialist elite, and he's smarter than anyone. He says we need government to help solve big problems like climate change and pandemics. He didn't include meteors that might hit the planet, but you can bet he worries about them, too. And you can tell that Morning Joe has a real problem with foolish Americans and their love of freedom because they're talking about how much they liked an article by New York Times opinion writer at large, Charles Warzel. And he said that America is paying a heavy price for their freedom amid the coronavirus pandemic. He came on that show, The Morning Joe Show, and said that, as in the gun control debate, public opinion, public health, and the public good seem poised to lose out to a select set of personal freedoms. But it's a child's two-dimensional view of freedom, one where any suggestion of collective duty and responsibility for others become the chains of tyranny. This idea of freedom is also an excuse to serve oneself before others and a shield to hide from responsibility. In the gun rights fight, 
That freedom manifests in firearms falling into unstable hands. During a pandemic, that freedom manifests itself in rejections of masks, despite evidence to suggest that they protect both the wearer and the people around them. Who's rejecting masks? Yeah, a few people are. Here and there, you don't see them wearing masks, but most people are wearing them. He's just lying to get his point across. And what point is that? He thinks we should give up our freedom because there's a crisis. And then liberal filmmaker Ken Burns said this, individual freedom should give way to the central role of government in a crisis. These opinions are not outliers. They're mainstream for many leftists and maybe a warning to those Democrats who might be rethinking their opinions about freedom since they've seen what Democrats are capable of doing in a crisis. Issues and Insights magazine has listed some of the worst offenders and their editors believe that the best example might be Gretchen Whitmer, governor of Michigan and a potential vice presidential candidate to run with Joe Biden. Her incompetence, coupled with her complete lack of common sense and her greed for power, make her not only a typical progressive, but the best example about what we can expect if the left ever takes complete control of the government. She's made idiotic decisions that leave people scratching their heads in disbelief and then defends them to the end. Queen Gretchen, I call her, because she acts more like a queen than a public servant, has prohibited people from doing things that have nothing to do with the virus spreading. Governor Gavin Newsom of California isn't far behind Queen Gretchen. His stay-at-home orders have been issued with glee. It's clear that this man loves wielding power. He really likes it. He's scary. And Governor Ralph Northam of Virginia has prohibited gatherings of more than 10 people. And several states controlled by Democrats have extended the stay-at-home orders into July for no good reason. The governor of Pennsylvania, Tom Wolf, set up a snitch hotline so that people could report businesses that aren't complying with the shutdown orders. And the left has been attacking Attorney General William Barr because he's supporting the concept that people can still maintain their freedom even during this crisis. Imagine getting criticized for supporting freedom in America. But there it is. Support freedom and get criticized. I wonder how Joe Biden feels about freedom. Come on, man. Why are you always talking about that freedom thing? Man, all we want to do is take care of you guys. You'd be like our kids. We only want the best for you. Creepy? You think that's creepy? You think I'm creepy? Come on, man. When we take over, you'll never have it so good. Creepy? Freedom is creepy, man. You got to get with the new Democratic Party. We just want the best for you. Tell you what, we'll trade you. You just give us all of your freedom and we'll give you, how about tyranny? Is that a good trade? So seriously, you on-the-fence Democrats, are you beginning to get the picture? Are you seeing why freedom is so important to us? You're seeing firsthand right now how Democrats in power will try to control our lives, and not for the better either. Doesn't that make you a little bit concerned? Look at all of the dumb things they've already done. 
and they don't even have complete power. What would things be like if they did have complete control of our lives? This is when you really appreciate the Constitution and people like William Barr. The big lie that Democrats and the media keep telling us is that President Trump wants to be a dictator, but he's appointing Supreme Court justices who believe in the Constitution. And his Attorney General, Bill Barr, clearly believes in the Constitution. As president, Hillary Clinton would have appointed more leftists to the Supreme Court, justices who believe that the Constitution is a living document that can be changed as needed. How many times have you heard them say that? How many times? When a Supreme Court dominated by people who believe the Constitution can and should be adaptable and changed when necessary, would they suspend freedom when something like the coronavirus comes along? It's a pretty good bet that they would. So who really wants to be the authoritarian leader? Who are the people acting in this crisis like authoritarians? It isn't the president, is it? So who wants to take away your freedom and use a crisis to do it? And if they suspend freedom, how long would it be before the suspension would be lifted? If you're betting, would you put your money on never seeing freedom again? That could be a winning bet. And this is a temporary crisis until a vaccine is tested and approved. That'll be about a year. It would be very, very hard, even for leftist authoritarians, to permanently take away our freedom so they can deal with this crisis. But how about climate change? There's a crisis that could go on for years. It already has. For more than 50 years, we've been hearing that the end of the world is imminent. Well, we've seen no noticeable changes in temperature or sea level, or anything else for that matter. The only thing that's been rising is the hysteria of people on the left. We've been told how many times that the world is going to end, but it never does. And none of their climate models have been anywhere close to accurate, just like the coronavirus models. But despite the bad coronavirus models, leaders on the left have rushed to authoritarianism as the solution to the problem. It seems to be their go-to mode for anything. I don't think it's any stretch of the imagination to believe that if they gain power, they'll use the so-called climate crisis to suspend freedom for a very long time. For our own good, of course. And how many times do you have to hear leftist governors say, for your own good, for your own good, to realize that they don't believe in freedom. How much more of this will you so-called average Democrats take? Are there any average Democrats left? It's pretty clear that Republicans and conservatives see what's going on, and they've rejected these leftist authoritarians. But when will Democrats start rejecting them too? Don't you think it's about time? Hasn't this crisis shown what they're capable of? Hasn't it shown what they really want? Your freedom. Come on, man. Come over from the dark side into the light of Lady Liberty's torch.